Good morning, yogis and yoginis. Thank you for joining me in this new experience on the mat today where I will guide you to shed the old. We're gonna begin in simple cross-legged pose. So that's whatever's comfortable to you, at least where you can sit nice and even on your sits bones. You wanna be nice and tall as well. Long line of energy. So I want you to tune into your ujjayi breath, a nice deep oceanic breath in through the nose and out through the nose. And right now, just notice how you feel in your physical body as you breathe and just allow for your body to settle like the mud settling the water. Now each time you get on the mat, an old layer of yourself is shed like a snake sheds its skin. You come closer to your true self, and this cannot be taught through outer sources, though life experience can teach you the way. Feel your right side, which is masculine. Feel your left side, which is feminine. Find your center. Root down gently through your tailbone and follow your spine all the way up, feeling through the crown of the head. Along the way, draw your navel gently in. Let your heart reach out your shoulders back and down. Your chin is gently in to align your neck with your spine. Let your facial expression go. Drop your tongue from the roof of your mouth if it is pressing and loosen up your jaw if it is tense. Good. So take time in this moment to set your intention for practice today. What would you like to get out of your practice today? Place that at your heart center so that you may reach this goal. When you feel you've set your intention, you'll ease your arms overhead, pressing your palms. If the palms do not feel comfortable pressed, then you can separate your hands, leaving space that oceanic breathing. Let it guide you throughout the entire practice. Feel a reach through the arms and feel the energy in your hands whether the palms are pressed or not, try to feel that energy. Mm -hmm. 
You can wiggle out your side waist here as you breathe. That may feel good. Just a few more breaths and allow yourself to notice where you may have tension, Good, take another deep breath. And as you exhale, ease those hands behind the back, interlace your fingers and stretch down through your arms. As you feel a little more space around your heart center, let your shoulders pull back and down just a little bit more. Good. Now when you're ready again, you're going to inhale your arms overhead, press your palms, and then bring the right hand down by your side. Take your left arm over your left ear, reaching to the right. So you feel a nice stretch in your side waist. Now when you're ready to breathe in again, you'll take yourself back to center, arms overhead. And as you exhale, left hand down, right arm over. Feel a reach. Keep your shoulders relaxed. Good. When you're ready to breathe in, come back to center. And as you exhale, right arm down, left arm over. When you're ready to breathe in, come back to center. And as you exhale, to the left. Inhale, back to center, arms overhead. Exhale, right arm down, left arm over. Inhale, back to center. Left arm down, right arm over. Good. Inhale, back to center. And again, ease the hands behind the back. Interlace the fingers. Stretch down through the arms. Good. Now again, take arms overhead, breathe in. This time, turn to the right, take your arms down, reaching through your fingertips as you turn. Inhale, back to center. Turn to the left, reach down through the arms. Inhale to center, arms overhead. Exhale, reach through the arms, turn to the right. Inhale, back to center. Exhale, reach down through the arms as you turn to the left. Breathe in, back to center, and to the right. Breathe in, to center, and to the left. Now come back to center, breathe in, and to the right you turn, take your right hand behind you, left hand outside right knee, give yourself a little tug, relax your shoulders. Now inhale, come back to center, and to the left, pause here. Inhale, back to center, and this time, ease the hands behind you. Place your palms on the mat. Push down through your hands. Relax your shoulders. If you wanted to lift your seat, you could. You can also let your head go back. Breathe here. Good. Now inhale, lower your seat, come back up and fold forward over your legs. When you're ready to breathe in again, come back up, switch your cross leg, bottom leg to the top, top leg to the bottom, 
and fold forward again. Now inhaling, come up. You're going to plant your feet at the front of your mat and come into a forward fold. So a standing forward bend. In your forward fold, I want you to put a little softness in your knees, meaning a little bend in your knees. And if your feet wanted to separate a little bit, you can let them separate. Try to let your upper body go with a nice, with a nice deep hinge in your hips. Again, check your facial expression as you breathe. So you want to feel all four corners of your foot, each foot. <laughs> feel the energy in your ankles and then feel that energy rise up your legs. It can go over the softness of your knees, into your hamstrings, thighs. Now move into the deep hinge of your hips and when you get into that hip hinge, rise up gently through your seat, cave in your belly just a little bit more and let your upper body go just a little bit more. Try to feel the energy in your arms, down through your fingertips. Also in your face. You may feel pressure. If you have any sinus issues in the moment, you'll definitely notice it here. Try to breathe. Good, now feel your feet grounded. When you're ready to come up, press down through the feet, inhale, rise up, one vertebrae at a time. Reach through the arms, press the palms overhead, and exhale your hands to heart center. Samasti Tahiti Mountain Pose. Now feel your mountain pose for a few breaths here. Feel your body undulate as you try to hold the posture. Good. So we're going to move to Sari Namaskara A, Sun Salutation A. So when you're ready to breathe in, take your arms overhead, press your palms. When you're ready to breathe out, swan dive over the legs, fold. When you're ready, breathe in, take a deep breath, flat back. And as you exhale, take your right foot back to lunge, your left foot back to plank, and lower down, push up. Chaturanga with your elbows in toward your rib cage as you lower. Inhale to Cobra Pose. Just push down through your hands and let your heart open and your shoulders pull back and down. As you exhale, downward facing dog. Curl your toes under, lift your hips up, and place the weight back on your heels. Breathe here. In your first downward facing dog, you may want to take a moment here just to bend the knees back and forth a little. Since it is early in the practice, continue to warm up here. Now spread your fingers nice and wide. Press your thumb and your forefinger down. Feel the elbows gently turning in toward each other and the arms gently pressing down toward the floor. The shoulders are back and down. Shake your head yes and no. Make sure that it's not holding any tension. As you rise all the way up through your seat and hinge at your hips, 
Let your heart ease back toward your thighs. Now your knees can have a nice little bend in them here. It doesn't matter. You want to take care of your hamstrings and your calves. But if you can work on straightening the legs and putting the weight into the heels, do so. Eventually the heels will work their way down to the floor. Now take another deep breath in when you are ready and as you empty, bring your right foot forward between the hands followed by your left foot. Inhale at the front of the mat, draw your back out nice and even and as you exhale, fold. Inhale, press down through the feet, come all the way up, reach through the arms, press the palms and exhale your hands to heart. Inhale your arms overhead, press the palms. Swan dive, Uttanasana, forward fold. Flat back, breathe in. This time your left foot goes back to plank, right foot back, lower down, chaturanga. Inhale to cobra pose. Exhale, downward facing dog, Adho Mukha Svanasana. Hold and breathe here, in through the nose. and out through the nose. Good. Feel your body. Scan your body and try to find a little bit of stillness in your downward facing dog. Now you know throughout this practice that you need to take care of yourself. This is not a competition. So tell yourself in this moment as well that if you need child's pose, then you take child's pose. It's only a knee drop away. So one more body scan from your fingertips all the way to your toes. When you're ready to breathe in, fill up with breath and as you exhale, bring your left foot forward between the hands followed by your right foot. Inhale, halfway lift at the front of your mat. Exhale, fold. Inhale, come all the way up, reach through the arms, press the palms overhead, and exhale your hands to heart. Bring your thumbs to your heart center, breathe. Now each time you pause in your posture, you find your alignment, so find your mountain pose energy here. Good, so now Sari Namaskara B, Sun Salutation B, Bend the knees, raise the arms, breathe in, Ukatasana. Swan dive over the legs, fold, Uttanasana. Halfway lift, inhale. Walk or hop back to plank. Lower down, Chaturanga push-up. Inhale, Urdhva Mukha Svanasana or upward facing dog. Exhale, Adho Mukha Svanasana, downward facing dog. Hold and breathe here. In through the nose, out through the nose. Good. So when you're ready, bring right foot forward between the hands, closer to the right hand. Flatten your left foot 45 degrees and inhale up to warrior one. As you exhale, lower back down, hands under shoulders, chaturanga. Inhale to upward facing dog. If you need cobra here, you can also go back to cobra. Exhale, downward facing dog. Then bring your left foot forward between the hands, flattened by your right foot. Come up, warrior one, breathe in. And as you exhale, hands under shoulders, step back to plank and lower. 
Inhale your heart open when you're ready. Exhale, downward facing dog, resting here. Good, so take a deep, deep, deep breath in Adho Mukha Svanasana. As you empty, look forward, walk, lunge, or hop back to your hands. Halfway lift, inhale, deep breath. Exhale, fold, empty out. Bend the knees, raise the arms, Ukatasana. Straighten the legs, hands by your side, Tadasana. Inhale the arms halfway up, flip the palms, Bring hands to heart center. Good. Hold here for a moment. Remember your intention for the practice today. The theme being, again, to remind you, shedding another layer. Authenticity is important. Being true to yourself is important. And it's not easy when we are full of and holding on to all these old, rigid thoughts and concerns and ways of being. So just remind yourself throughout this practice that you are shedding that layer. And when things come up that you know are just not you, are just not part of you anymore, let them go. In your imagination, you can place them on a cloud and watch them float away. Whatever gets it away from you, out of your mind, watch it dissolve. One of the essential things to know in this is that if you want it to dissolve, realize, realize that you are the observer of these things, that you are not these things, that you can choose to let go of whatever you wish to let go of. Sky's the limit. There's no exception. Feel your breath moving through your body. Good. Now, first holding posture of the day, Ukatasana. Bend the knees, raise the arms. You want to feel your feet grounded, all four corners. You want to feel your knees aligned, your hips aligned. You want to lock your bandhas, your mula bandha, your tailbone gently down. Uriyata bandha, your navel in. Jala bandha, your chin in. Doesn't matter if you're looking up, down, Keep the chin in. Keep the eyes focused on one spot. So as you're holding here, notice how your body is being affected. And using your breath, how can you surrender these areas? It may be that it feels better to back off a little, but it may feel better for you to actually ease into it a little bit more with curiosity. If you're trying to truly shed the layers, we must create tapas, heat inside the body, so that we may create this change or initiate this change. So feel fire in your body somewhere while you're here in the posture. If you're not feeling any fire, maybe a little more bend of the knee, maybe more engagement of your core, 
or maybe it's just deepening the breath, making sure that you absorb like a sponge on the inhale and you guide all the air out as you exhale, all of it, all of it, wring it out like a washcloth. You want a little intensity. You want those old rigid thoughts and concerns. You want a little grumpiness to come up. You want it to come up so that you can wash it away. Recently what I've learned, as you're holding the pose, recently what I've learned, because I'm always searching, I'm always searching for new answers, for new solutions, and new ways to express to you what we're trying to do here. And recently there was a monk that said, and I cannot remember his name, it was something that was sent to me, he said that a lotus cannot grow without mud. There must be mud. Meaning in your life, there must be mud in order for your good plants, your good lotus flower to grow. So your inner self is quite muddy. And what we're trying to do is germinate these good seeds. Good, inhale, straighten your legs. Swan dive over the legs fold. Halfway lift, inhale. Ease back to plank pose, lower down chaturanga, exhale. Urdhva Mukha Svanasana, Ardha Mukha Svanasana, holding and breathing, in through the nose, out through the nose. Nice resting pose after holding Ukatasana. <laughs> Even out your body here, your right side, your left side, find your center. It's an imaginary line down the center of your mat, and your spine is your lifeline. Connect it all. Good. So we're going to bring the right foot forward between the hands, closer to the right hand. Come up, Virabhadrasana 1, Warrior 1. So your left foot is 45 degrees. Your hips are forward. So if that left hip is back, then pull that right hip back and bring that left hip forward as you ground down through your feet. Check your right knee. Make sure that it is over your ankle and toward the right pinky toe. Strong left leg. Keep your left outer edge of that left foot planted. Feel that energy rise all the way up. And when you get to your tailbone, gently root down. Draw your navel in. Let your heart open. Shoulders back and down. Your chin is gently in here. You can reach through your arms. Free open hands or press palms. Whatever feels good to you. Feel the undulations going on in your body as you breathe. Expand like a sponge on the inhale. Squeeze all the air gently out as you exhale. Notice what comes up in your body. And it may be feelings. It may not be thoughts at all. You may feel intensity in the hips, the lower back, middle back, neck and shoulders. Now allow yourself to imagine the wall behind you and try to ease your upper body toward the wall behind you a little bit, allowing yourself to let go of fear. Breathe deep. Take another deep breath in. Guide your hands to the mat. Step back to plank. 
Lower down, chaturanga. Squeeze your belly as you lower. Inhale, your heart open to upward facing dog or cobra. Exhale, downward facing dog. Bring your left foot forward, flatten your right, come up to Virabhadrasana one. Realign yourself, take a moment. You don't always come up into your warrior feeling like you're placed exactly the way you need to. You usually do have to make a little, you know, tune up. Now again, left knee over the ankle, left knee toward the left pinky toe. You want your hips aligned, so again, draw your left hip back so your right hip can come forward. If your right hip does not come forward, it does not matter in this moment, you're just guiding it in that direction. Eventually, your inner clay will be easily molded. Right now, it may not be so easy, so you just practice, right? So as you draw that left hip back, draw tailbone gently down, navel in, heart open, chin in, relax shoulders way below the ears. Check your facial expression again. You wanna do that every now and then just to make sure that it's relaxed. Now feel your body here. Just let the undulations go down. Just observe with no attachment and no judgment. We are not our thoughts, we are not our concerns, we are not our life experiences at all. Let them go. Good, take another really deep breath in when you are ready and as you exhale, hands to the mat, step back to plank and take a vinyasa, just go with the flow. You will rest in downward facing dog. Good. Feel your breath here. You know you can drop your knees down if you need to. Remind yourself of that. But when you're ready, on empty, you're gonna bring your right foot forward between the hands. You'll come up to warrior one, breathing in just like before. You'll open up to warrior two as you exhale. Just open your arms and hips out to the side and gaze right over your right fingertips. Now in this posture, it's very common for one to reach too far forward. So notice how you're reaching through your arms. Reach forward a little bit more and reach backward a little bit more and then come back to your center. You don't have mirrors and that's a good thing. You wanna be able to feel your body in alignment. So gaze again over your right fingertips and try not to let your eyes wander around too much. This is an intense posture. You're gonna to have to really feel in your hips. You're gonna feel in that right thigh. So you wanna make sure that your right foot is alive. So feel all four corners of your right foot and press down through your right heel. Again, here, let your right knee move towards your right pinky toe. Now be strong in that left leg. So feel from the outer edge of that left foot all the way up through the crown of the head. You feel that energy. Now you may even wanna squeeze the shoulders back and then reach through those arms again. 
Really reach through those arms so that you can release any negative energy that you need to through those hands that are very porous. Now even here, if the chin is sticking out, draw it in and reach up through the crown of the head. Breathe deep. It's not easy here to feel your body's undulations. It's not easy here to notice where your body is resisting. It is easy here to breathe though. So pull that breath in through the nose, let it resonate down the back of your throat, fill up your lungs, fill up your diaphragm, and then guide that air all the way out, empty, looking for a fresh new breath, not looking for your thoughts. Good. So when you're ready to inhale, windmill your hands over to front foot, step back to plank pose, and lower down chaturanga push-up. You'll inhale to your up dog or your cobra, bhujangasana. Exhale, automukha spanasana. And then when you're ready, you'll bring your left foot forward, inhaling up to warrior one, and then opening up virabhadrasana two. Hold and breathe in your warrior two, adjusting your body as needed. Breathe into all that comes up. And let that breath loosen whatever it is up and then allow for it to be shed. So how to release all these old experiences? Well, one way is through your thought processes. You see all these thoughts that come up and all of them seem to be the ones that come up that are negative. You, you literally, you can replace them with a positive thought intentionally. You can place them on a cloud. You can watch them float away. And you do this mentally and that's reconditioning. Another way is the moment that you feel your pores open up and you feel the sweat bead up and begin to, to come out of your pores, your gratitude for that, and you imagine that all of that is just toxic stuff. Life experiences, negativity, you're shedding an onion layer here. Good. So again, scan your body, soles of your feet, feel your legs, lock your bandhas, tailbone gently down, navel in, heart open, chin in, reach through those arms. So when you are ready to breathe in again, windmill your hands over to front foot, step back to plank, and as you lower down, squeeze the belly and feel that long line of energy from your heels to your crown. Inhale to Upward Dog or Cobra. Feel it in your toes. Exhale, Downward Facing Dog. Keep breathing in and out through the nose. Good, so take a deep breath in where you are. And as you exhale, look forward, bend the knees, walk, lunge, or hop to your hands. Halfway lift, inhale at the front of your mat. Exhale, fold, stay here for a moment. <laughs> 
Notice the hinge of your hips and let's try to work the heart toward the legs, the nose toward the knee, the crown down toward the floor. So feel a rise up through your sits bones. Let's hang here for a moment. Don't stop breathing. So you want, again, to feel your right side, your left side, and find your center. And here, on an exhalation, instead of running from any pain or tension, let's move into it a little bit with curiosity. So you'll fill up and expand like a sponge, and as you exhale, you'll go deeper, deeper into the posture with no fear. Good. When you're ready, you let go of your hands. On an inhale, press down, come up nice and slow, one vertebrae at a time. Reach through the arms. Press the palms overhead. And exhale your hands to heart. Good. We're going to pick our right foot up for Trikonasana, tree pose. Oh, I'm sorry, Virksasana, tree pose. <laughs> Getting my Sanskrit a little mixed up. <laughs> So you'll feel grounded in that left leg. And you can allow that right foot below or above the knee. Allow it to feel and press firmly into that left inner thigh or calf. Feel that long line of energy from that left foot all the way through the crown. Breathe deeply and stare at one spot. That will help you if you seem to be falling in and out today. Also, if you're really deeply embedded in your thought processes, you could lose your balance. So allow yourself to go back to the sound of your breath. Notice the thoughts that are coming up and be the observer, not attached. Good. Go back to mountain pose. Tadasana. And then pick your left foot up. Virksasana. Tree pose. Grounded in that right leg. You may soften the right knee. It doesn't have to lock out. Feel your body undulate here. Stay alert. Let the heart open a little bit more. Feel the breath expand you each inhalation and center you even more as you exhale.
Back to mountain pose. Bring your hands to heart center. Breathing in, bend the knees, raise the arms. Utkatasana, powerful pose. Find your alignment again here. Good, on an exhalation, bring your hands to heart, turn to the right. Try to get your left elbow outside your right knee. It's real important in Utkatasana with a twist, it's, it's really important to make sure that your knees and your hips stay aligned. And as you turn, that you only turn from the navel up and you keep your shoulders down below the ears as you turn. So the whole time you're in your twist, you're feeling your feet grounded and you're feeling a reach through the crown. You only turn as far as your body wants to turn. You do not force here. Now inhale back to center and to the left. And as you move into your left side, you may have to readjust your body a little bit. Notice the difference between this side and your right side. Good. Inhale to center and allow yourself to fold forward in a ragdoll. We are going to practice crow today. So allow yourself, some of you can go right into it. I'll try to talk a little bit through this one because it's a little more challenging. But you're going to, you're already in your fold. You're going to bend the knees and come into a squat, coming up to your toes, your feet together. So you open your knees wider than your arms and you place your hands shoulder width apart right in front of you. You get your knees into the back of your shoulders or your arms, kind of squeezing in as you settle them in behind. And you start to shift your weight onto your hands as you draw your belly in toward your spine. So you're continuously pressing down through your hands as you draw your belly in and shift the weight forward, which will naturally help you lift one foot at a time off the ground. Once you get your feet off the ground, now listen here, once you get your feet off the ground, squeeze the belly more, push down through the hands more, and pull your heels in towards your rear end, in towards your butt, and allow yourself to feel your body undulate here. Soften your facial expression, and let's try to take a few breaths here, giving those who haven't gotten into the posture enough time to play with it here. Back to your squat with your feet hip width apart. Come to your squat and allow yourself to drop your tailbone down and you can place your palms together and bring your hands to heart. Your knees do not have to be inside your thigh. You can actually just sit your arms on top of your knees if you'd like and just try to relax and let your heart open. Good. So now when you're ready, you shift your weight forward, lift up through your sits bones and fold forward with your feet open about hip width apart. If you wanna grab your big toes with both fingers, you can grab at your big toes and bend at your elbows and work the crown down toward the floor as you rise up through your seat and your heart back toward your legs. Good. 
Good. Now you'll let go of your feet with, if you've got your feet with your hands, and you'll toe ball heel your feet closer together. On, a, on an inhalation, you'll take a flat back, and then you'll walk or hop back, just float back, throw your feet back to plank, and lower down chaturanga push-up. You'll inhale to cobra or upward-facing dog. You'll exhale, downward-facing dog. Take a moment here to rest. <laughs> Beautiful. Now again, each time you move into downward facing dog, find your alignment. Your right side, your left side, your center. Imagine that line down the center of your mat. So when you are ready, you'll take a deep breath in and as you exhale, you'll bring your right foot forward between the hands coming up to crescent lunge. So you're on the ball of your left foot. Your right knee is over the ankle. Strong left leg. Nice long line of energy from the tailbone to the crown of the head. Now engage your hips. Just squeeze the hips together like scissors. <laughs> Lock your bandhas here. Relax your shoulders more. Feel a reach up through your heart center. And this is definitely a posture where you may want to come back a little bit with a torso that sometimes people reach a little far forward and that makes it more of a struggle. So let yourself come back. Let the shoulders guide you back. Now take a deep breath in here. As you exhale, bring your hands to heart and turn to the right. Try to get your left elbow outside your right knee. Press your palms firmly or you can open your arms wide if you'd like. You can also bind here if you know that variation. The trick here is a strong left leg, like you're reaching that left heel to the wall behind you. Good. Now we're going to come back to center to half moon. So you would come back to center to your lunge, place your right hand about six inches away from your right pinky toe and step up onto your right foot, then stack your left hip on the right, reaching through your left leg, flexing your left foot. So now from your left heel, you're reaching through your left heel and you feel that long line of energy all the way through the crown of your head. You engage your core, you feel your side waist. So you're nearly floating on your right fingertips or you can almost get your hands off the floor. Some people, and then when you're ready, you may actually get your hands to heart center. <laughs> Listen to the sound of your breath as you try to feel that energy and don't forget about that right leg. Push down through that right leg as you reach through the left leg. Good. So take your time and work both hands back down under your shoulders for standing split. Just reach through that left leg. Now you may walk your hands in and actually grab around the actual right above the right ankle. 
somewhere around the calf and just bend at that elbow and pull yourself in closer to that your right leg as you reach through your left leg. And as you're also reaching through that left leg, reach down through the crown of your head. Good. Now you feel that reach through your left leg. Let's take that all the way to pigeon pose. So you'll come into a lunge, taking your left leg back, Bring your left knee down, the top of your left foot down, and wiggle your right foot all the way over to the left, dropping your right knee between your wrists somewhere along there. You may have to readjust yourself to become even in your hips, and you can either stay up on your hands or you can work your way down to your forearms, resting. Just keep your shoulders below the ears and don't lean into your right or left side. Listen to the sound of your breath here and try to find a little stillness here. So the layers that are shed are truly outer experiences that we attach to and no longer serve or never served our highest good. So when we're born, we start to experience and we're experiencing and experiencing all the way up until our last breath. But not every experience is an experience that we want to hang on to as truth. So when you're ready, come on up to your hands, take a deep breath in, and then you can ease back to plank pose and go with the flow, or you can skip flow if you're ready to skip a flow and ease back to downward dog. I like to give you guys an opportunity to rest every now and then. And then when you're ready, you'll bring your left foot forward between the hands, come up to that crescent lunge. Stable in your feet. One thing to watch for, and it's not new yogis, it can be advanced yogis, we sometimes tend to not always pay attention to where our feet are. So when you bring that left foot forward to that crescent lunge, try to make sure that your feet don't cross over each other and that they're not lined up, that you've got a little bit of space between your hips to stabilize the pose. Strong right leg. Bandha's locked here. Mula, table, tailbone down. <laughs> Uddiyata Bandha, navel in. Jala Bandha, chin in. Feel the rise up through your heart. Constant reminder, possibly, to pull those shoulders back and down. Now on your exhalation, hands to heart, turn to the left. Try to get your right elbow outside your left knee and go into whatever variation you see fit. Now you're, when you get into these crescent lunge twists, definitely intense, intense posture, intense asana. So allow yourself to allow things to come up. <laughs> and most definitely watch them float away from you. Every exhalation, maybe draw the belly in a little more and let the heart guide you more. Good. Now come back to center, find half moon. Left hand down, step up onto the left foot, stack the right hip on the left and reach through that right leg, reach through the crown of your head. Be guided here by the sound of your breath, not your thoughts.
Scan your body once more in your half moon. And then ease into standing split. Bring both hands down. Take that right leg further into the air. Now, your standing split may not actually feel like it's a split. It may not be going into an actual split. That is not the purpose. The purpose is to lengthen. The purpose is to find mountain pose energy in the pose. And the reward over the years is growth. So you feel the reach through that right leg. You feel grounded in that left leg. And you're walking your hands possibly closer to that left foot, grabbing around the ankle or above the ankle. Reach down through the crown of your head as you work your heart towards your thighs. Now this is just where you're working toward. You're not forcing yourself to get there. Now with that reach through the right leg, go all the way back to your lunge, bring your right knee down, the top of your right foot down, and wiggle your left foot over the right, initiating until you find Eka Padaraja Kapotasana Pigeon Pose. And just like the right side, become even, find your alignment, and settle in. And then begin to observe, again, your breath and the feelings in your body, not your thoughts. Good, you feel your hips, place your hands under shoulders, ease it back to plank and go with the flow, or ease back to down dog or child's pose to rest. So the, the beginning of your yoga practice, I would say at least for the first nine months, even longer, I would, for the first several years for me, because I had a very intense upbringing I guess it just depends on the person and your life experiences as to how you're able to stifle through them and let them go. So everybody's different and sometimes in the beginning it's really challenging and it's easy to give up on your practice. But what I like to tell you about this is that if you believe in what you're doing, you believe in the power of shedding layers, you believe that you can let go of these old experiences and move forward in the present moment. If you believe that it can happen, it will. So you just keep getting on your mat and each time you get on your mat, you shed another layer. And how often do you get on your mat? Well, I would suggest at least once, to, once a week, if not every other day, to the point where eventually you're practicing every day and say to yourself, oh, do you say you can't afford it? And I say to you, yoga is free, right? You're, you're doing this practice right now, and this is costing you nothing. This is my gift to you. <laughs> so feel your child's pose, feel your down dog. No excuses, no excuses. You can do yoga whenever you want to. <laughs> so from downward facing dog, take a deep, deep, deep breath in, and as you empty, look forward, bend the knees, walk, lunge, or hop to your hands. Halfway lift at the front of your mat. Exhale, fold. Good. Come up nice and slow on the inhale. Feel a stretch. 
and exhale your hands to heart. Feel your heartbeat behind your thumbs. Gratitude for the aliveness inside of you. Let your heart smile at you. How does that feel? Good. So we're going to practice again another balancing posture, dance or pose. So we're going to bend the right knee, which is down toward the floor. You're going to take your right hand behind you and reach for your right foot. So you're grounded in your left foot. You've got your right foot in your hand, your shoulders relaxed. You're looking straight ahead and you take your left arm out in front of you like an anchor. Now, grounded in that left leg, press your right foot into your right hand and begin to reach through that right leg behind you. And it may not go very far. When you want to stop here is when your body starts to lose balance. So you take baby steps. When you're breathing, you're grounded through that left leg, you're reaching even through that left arm. But you're keeping your shoulders relaxed below the ears and you keep your face soft. Now listen to your breath. If you fall out of this, start from the beginning and try again. So your heart is reaching out, your shoulders are down. Good, one more breath and come back to Mountain Pose. Shake out that energy. <laughs> Good, finding your mountain pose. So we're gonna initiate it on the right side. So when you're ready, you're going to bend your left knee, grab your left foot with your left hand. <laughs> Take your right arm out as an anchor and then you'll inhale, press your left foot against your left hand and let that left leg reach behind you. You feel grounded in that right leg and you're reaching through that right arm. Shoulders are down. You're leading with your heart. Don't listen to your thoughts here. Listen to the sound of your breath. Expand a little bit more. And then back to mountain pose. Shake it out in your mountain pose. Find your hands to heart center. When you're ready to breathe in, take your arms overhead, press your palms. As you breathe out, swan dive over the legs, fold. Halfway lift, breathe in. Ease back to plank pose and hold your plank pose. Now plank pose is intense for the first several years of practice. You'll feel intensity. You wanna spread your fingers wide and get your first fingers pointed forward. Maybe even grip with your fingers because you want your hands to be alive in your plank pose. Do not run away from your hands because they become your feet. Press down through your hands and put a separation between your shoulder blades. If this is early in your practice, if you're new to yoga, this is gonna be very challenging, but I urge you to just go with the flow and deepen your breath. Now you want to imagine your front body squeezing against your entire back body, meaning your navel is pushing toward your spine, drawing in, drawing in. 
You're reaching through your legs as your thighs squeeze into your hamstrings, (laughs) as your shins squeeze into your calves. Beautiful. And you're reaching through your heels like you're trying to find the wall behind you. But you're also reaching your heart gently out like you're looking for the wall in front of you. Now you can look out in front of you or you can draw your chin in and gaze right down the tip of your nose. Now again here, separate right side, left side, and find your center. Deepen your breath or you'll give up. Now fill up on your next inhalation and as you exhale with power, lower down, elbows in. Inhale to your upward facing dog. Exhale, Automukha Svanasana, downward facing dog. Beautiful. Good, now from here, forward to plank pose, find that plank pose, tip it over to your right side plank. So you're stack your left foot on your right, you feel the edge of your right foot, and then you're reaching that long line of energy, tailbone gently under, navel in, heart open, chin in, press down through the right hand, Stacking shoulders, reach through that left arm. Reach all the way through the left hand. You're reaching through the crown of your head. You can feel your heart guiding you. Try to keep your body calm using your breath. Feel it coming into your nose, resonating down the back of your throat. Feel like you're radiating like the sunshine. Good, downward facing dog. Now again, when you're ready, forward to plank, left-sided plank. Just like the right side, you find your alignment. Now if you needed to back off a little bit here, you could bring your left knee down and kick your left foot out to the side like a kickstand and hold it this way. Still keep yourself lifted, pushing down through that left hand, reaching through that right hand, and feel that long line of energy all the way through your crown. Your tailbone's gently locked. Downward facing dog. Good, from downward facing dog, take your right leg up into the air. Bend your right knee, open up your hip. And if you wanna flip your dog, just let that right foot come all the way to the floor. Beautiful. Feel your chest open. Good, now flip your dog back over. Take that right leg up and back down. Then take your left leg up into the air. Bend your left knee, open up your left hip and look to the left if you can toward and maybe under your left armpit. Good, and if you wanna flip the dog, just take that foot over to the floor. So you bent your left knee, your left foot just flips right over to the floor and you just find the floor, you trust it. (laughs) Then that left arm up into the air, your chest is open. Good, back to center, left leg up and find your downward facing dog. Beautiful. Good, so now when you're ready from downward facing dog, you're gonna come forward to plank and lower all the way down to your belly. You can let your arms, your legs go, turn a cheek to the mat. Nice. (laughs) 
Let's take a few deep breaths here. Let your body cool down. Let it settle. So sometimes when you get to this portion of your practice where you're becoming prone, which is on your belly, you know you're getting into more stillness postures where you're doing deep stretches. These are still challenging. So I urge you not to lose motivation here. These postures can be just as challenging, if not more challenging, than some of the powerful standing postures. So bring your chin to neutral, adjust your hips and pelvis as, as you need to, and then lift your arms, your legs, your torso for locust pose. Salabhasana. You just feel yourself balancing on your pelvis. You're reaching through your heart. You're relaxed in your shoulders. You're reaching through your fingertips. You're reaching through your toes. Soften your face more. Good, from here, you can either stay here or bend the knees, reach for your feet. Beautiful, when you're ready, you'll keep your shoulders relaxed, press your feet against your hands, and lift up for bow pose. You keep pressing your hands against your feet, it's like your hands are pulling you to the wall behind you. Good, come back to center, lower down, opposite cheek to the mat. Good, ease up and back to child's pose. Balasana. Now you'll go on to your back for bridge pose. Setu Bandhasana. You'll bring your feet close to your sits bones, lift your hips. Interlace your fingers, roll your shoulder blades underneath. Press your arms toward the floor. If that doesn't work, just keep your arms by your side. You have an imaginary rope pulling your hips up into the ceiling. It's real important that you feel intensity in this posture so you can grow. Your inner thighs may burn, your legs may shake. If this is where you are in your practice, please, this is the chaos that can come up. This is the layer that can be shed today. Pull it up so you can let it go. It's not worth it. If you don't pull it up and you don't let it go, it will fester inside of you and affect you in a way of suffering. So feel your feet pressed down on the insides of your feet so your knees do not fall open. Keep yourself lifted. One more breath. Then slowly lower down one vertebrae at a time. And if it feels good, bring your heels together and let your knees fall open for Supta Bhattakonasana. Cobbler's pose. Reclined. Urdhva Dhanyarasana. So you can either repeat bridge pose or you can place your hands palms down beside your ears, feet close to your sits bones and move up to bow pose, upward bow pose. 
or wheel pose. So you'll press down through your feet and your hands and inhale, come up maybe to the top of your head or maybe go all the way up. But then when you're ready, you'll press down again through the hands, through the feet and lift up into a nice back bend. So you don't lose touch with your hands and your feet. You keep pressing through both. Relax your shoulders and lift up through those hips. So very intense again. It's like plank pose, but this time your back body is pushing your front body up to the sky. So it can be very intense, the feelings that you feel in your arms and your legs and in your entire back body, even in the neck. So try to release tension in your neck. Let it go. Don't hold in it. Breathe deep breaths and put up with a little vibration. One more inhalation when you're ready. Lift, 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 and slowly lower down. Find again Supta Baddha Konasana. Now you may want to place one hand on your belly, one hand on your heart here. Good. So now bring your knees together and into your chest. Cross over your feet, grab your feet. Rock and roll back and forth. Start out slow. Chin toward chest, keep rocking. And eventually use your core to rock you up to a simple cross-legged pose where then you can stretch your legs all the way out in front of you for staff pose. Beautiful. So Urdhva Dandasana. Or just Dandasana. <laughs> Staff pose. So you're flexing your feet, you're on your sits bones, you reach through your legs and ground them down into the floor. Your hands under your shoulders. Lift up through the crown of your head, shoulders back and down. And try to relax your face. Maybe even stare right down your toes. Good. From here, you're going to bring your right knee in toward your chest. Drop it out to the side. Turn your body toward your left leg and fold over your left leg. So your navel goes toward your left inner thigh. Now feel your body's undulation while you're here. You may feel intensity in that left leg, but don't let that left knee bend. Try to keep the leg to the ground. If anything, adjust your torso so that your left leg can stay down. Beautiful. Inhale, come back up. Bring your left knee back up to where it's center. You've got your left foot flat, your, I mean your right knee. <laughs> your right knee, excuse me, your right knee flat. I mean bent and your left, right foot flat, turn to the right. <laughs> Good, now you know you guys this is live so I'm not going to be <laughs> doing any editing here so you'll just have to get over that confusion. <laughs> Good, so come back to center and counter twist to the left and then come back to center, take your right leg toward you up in the air, pull it toward you, and then let it go. Back to staff pose. Good. And then bring your left knee in. Drop it open. 
Turn toward your right leg, breathe in, and fold over your right leg. One-legged forward fold and try to keep your right leg grounded. And breathe. Good, now coming back up, you'll bring your left knee back to center with your left foot flat. You'll allow your right arm to hug that left leg or take your right elbow outside that left knee and give yourself a nice turn to the left. Shoulders below the ears, heart open. Good, and then back to center, counter twist to the right. Back to center, left leg up into the air, pull it toward you, nose to knee maybe, and then let it go. Good, now we're gonna initiate an arm balance here. So we're gonna allow ourselves to, I'm just gonna talk you right through it. Just like before, you're gonna bend your right knee but instead of going into any folding, we're gonna take the right foot into the hands and try to work your right knee over your right shoulder. Now if you cannot work at this point your right knee over your right shoulder, take both arms underneath that right leg and kind of lay your shin or your calf into your elbow area in the crease and just relax your shoulders and pull your shin in towards your chest and your chest towards your shin. And keep that left leg stretched out in front of you. And this is a good place for you to breathe and initiate change. Now if you can go further and you go ahead and get that right knee over the right shoulder, you will keep that right leg hugging in tight and you'll place your right hand down under your right shoulder, you'll place your left hand down under your left shoulder and you'll push down through both hands and reach through that left leg all the way through that left foot that's flexed. As you're pushing down through your hands and reaching through that left leg, you squeeze your core and you are in your arm balance, you're lifted. You'll have to keep that pressing down, that squeezing and that reaching through. This is finding mountain pose energy here. Now take another deep breath here where you are and then slowly drop your seat and then if you can, you're going to take your right foot into your left hip crease or your, your right ankle over your left knee. You'll take a deep breath in here and you'll fold forward over your left leg. Breathe here for a moment. We're kind of releasing this side. Beautiful. Now we'll come up again. When you're ready, you'll unwind that right leg, pull it toward you, nose to knee, and you'll slowly let it go. Good. So we're gonna try the other side. Ekahasta Bhujasana. 
hope I pronounced that right, because some of my words can be a little off. Forgive me. <laughs> so we'll take again, when you're ready, the left knee, work it over your left shoulder. And it may take you grabbing that left leg and literally working your nooks and crannies, if you know what I mean. Squeeze the belly, dig in. And do not fear manipulating your body a little bit, working on remolding that clay, kneading that dough. <laughs> so you'll place your left hand down under your shoulder. Once you've got that left knee over your left shoulder, put your right hand under your right shoulder so you're ready for your arm balance. Your hands are under your shoulders, your knee is over your shoulder. Reach through your right, right leg, push down through your hands, squeeze your belly, keep your shoulders relaxed, breathe deep, and there you are in your balance. Now take two breaths here if you can, squeezing and breathing. <laughs> Good, now lower down and let go. Just grab that left foot with the right hand and place that left foot into your right hip crease or that left ankle over your right knee. Get nice and tall and then fold forward. Try to rest here for a moment, breathing into that right leg. Good, now when you're ready, you'll inhale, let go, come out of it, take that left leg up into the air, pull it toward you, nose to knee, and let it go. Good, now you're gonna bring your heels together for cobbler's pose, Baddha Konasana, nice and tall. You can grab the big toes with both with the two first fingers of, your, of both hands, or you can grab your feet with your hands and get nice and tall. Good, listen to the sound of your breath and feel your body's undulations as you breathe. Good, now you're gonna bring your knees together, tilt back and lift your legs for boat pose. Ara Navasana. Now your heart is open, you're reaching through your legs, you're reaching through your arms, you're pressing down through your seat as you reach through the crown of your head. Soften your eyes, stare past your feet or your legs. Keep yourself lifted, keep yourself reaching, keep yourself expanding. Take another breath and go back to cobbler's pose, Baddha Konasana. Good, on an exhalation, you can pull yourself forward here if you'd like. Good, you'll let go, inhale, come back up, knees together, stretch your legs out, inhale your arms up into the air and fold forward over your legs. Good, you're gonna inhale, come up and open your legs wide. Turn towards your right leg, take a breath in and fold over your right leg. Squeeze all the air out. Now when you're ready to breathe in again, you'll come right back up, turn towards your left leg and fold as you exhale, squeeze all the air out. Then you'll inhale, come right back up to center, take a deep breath in and exhale, fold forward and settle here for a few breaths. Don't let your knees pop up. If your knees want to bend here in your wide forward fold, then bring your torso up a little bit instead and let gravity work your way to deepening in the pose.
Good, so inhale, ease up, bring your heels back together, your knees back together, stretch your legs all the way out, inhale your arms up, and fold forward over both legs. Try to let your heart ease towards your thighs and you may rock your seat out from underneath you. Good, take some time to think of your inversion and today is a free day so you're gonna take a few minutes and if you wanna play with legs in the air, legs up the wall, you can also play with shoulder stand, whatever works for you, but take time and choose where your body wants to play today when it comes to going upside down. And go ahead and take the time to place yourself in your posture now. Make sure that whatever you're choosing to do, you are breathing, you are focused. Make sure if you're in shoulder stand that your feet do not rest over your nose, that you can see your feet, your legs out in front of your nose and that the weight is in your elbows, not your head, not your face, not your shoulders. Just a few more breaths. Good, now allow yourself to come into a resting pose. If you're in shoulder stand, maybe knees to chest. If you're on your head, maybe child's pose. And when you feel comfortable, you're going to ease onto your back. Good. If your knees to chest, perfect. If you're not, then bring your knees into chest. We're going to flex our feet, take our arms out to the side, palms down. Take a deep breath in and let your knees fall over to the right. And once you get your knees to fall over, keep your shoulder blades to the ground. And if the legs want to stretch out straight, they can actually straighten. It may not feel good to some of you, so just do what your body asks for. Now come back to center and to the left. Good, now come back to center, bring your heels together for an open cobbler's pose. Supta Baddha Konasana. Good, now allow yourself to stretch one leg out at a time. Tuck your shoulder blades underneath your back and let your palms face the ceiling, laying your arms beside you. So you feel the back of your head heavy on the mat. Close your eyes. Relax your face, drop your tongue, loosen your jaw. 
Make sure your shoulder blades are tucked under and relaxed. Feel your torso. Let your lower back arch gently, what's comfortable to you. Follow all the way down to your feet and let go. So you may want to take a few really deep breaths here and each exhalation let yourself melt a little bit more. Now it's important in Shavasana for your place of gazing to be down the tip of the nose or between the brow. This is the third eye area. So the eyes close, let your eyes be still. If they begin to wander around, bring them back to center. Your thoughts and concerns as they come in, observe them, but do not attach to them. And if you don't want to deal with them in the moment, just listen to the sound of your breath instead. Now take another deep breath in when you're ready and scan your body from the crown of your head all the way to your feet. Melt into the earth and enjoy the space you've opened up to inside yourself. Take a deep breath in when you're ready. Gently begin to wiggle your fingers and your toes. You'll stretch as you wish. And only when you're ready, you'll work your way up to a simple seated pose. And so to take with you as you're working your way up, 
just understanding and understanding that, again, each time you get on your mat, it is a time to shed another layer. And it's an intense layer. <laughs> so the intensity that you feel in the beginnings of your practice for the first nine months to the first few years, it may be chaotic. And there will be days that you're literally dragging yourself to get on the mat. But just reassure yourself that when it's over, <laughs> you're left with peace, with more harmony, with more balance, strength, stamina, and flexibility, much, much more than that. Good, so when you're ready, simple seated pose, you'll bring your hands to your heart center. When you're ready, you'll take a final deep breath in and you'll bow forward to honor yourself. Namaste.